0: Welcome to Permaculture Tonight. So it's just going to be me tonight. It's a little bit different, but I think you're going to like it. I want to talk to you about seeds and the seed economy. And that might sound kind of like strange, the seed economy, but it's the original economy. Let's get into it. Let's talk about what that means. So the seed economy was the original economy. And by that, I mean when people went from hunter-gatherers to agriculture which is agar field culture cultivation field cultivation when they made this switch they made it for a very specific reason and that's seed saving when we were able to save seed we were able to plant seed and then we wanted to stay put and not forage as much and we started developing fields for our food and that only came from seed saving and then out of that civilization was born So what we know of civilization really revolves around food. We kind of all know this. I mean, collapses of civilizations throughout time have dealt with food and water. So seeds became so plentiful, they started saving seeds, became so plentiful that they started doing other things with them. So they started mashing them up and making paste and making porridge and making flour. And then they started making breads. And then they started fermenting things. They started making alcohols and we started just changing the way we ate, the way we lived, we became more sedentary, we set up places we could defend, we created cities and towns, and this was the birth of civilization as we know, it was seed saving. But at a certain point along the way, we switched from the seed economy, which is an abundant, exponentially growing, consistently, always open to that kind of economy, very low entrance to that economy and uh, children can in part, participate in it but when we started doing the scarcity economy it became this hierarchical power structure because there's not enough so you need one person to control that scarcity or need it out the scarcity model was the end of the seed economy and that's why we switched it to um, silver then gold and now it's fiction we actually don't, you know, you go to the bank, you take out a loan. They create that money right then. It enters the economy right then. It is not, they don't take out money and then give me money that's physical, that represents what the actual value is. It's not like they give me seeds and I come back with those seeds and keep the extra seeds that I made, right? Or give them a little bit extra or something. That, that, that'd, be, that'd be too real. Um, th- we have a fictitious economy and it's inflating. We're working more, there's less reliable jobs, there's less money at those jobs, the money is worth less, and it, the jobs are less reliable. I mean, the average career now is five years instead of 30 or 40. We also have food that is dangerous and not nutritious and produced in such a way that's not ethical, and it costs a ton, and it's the prices are rising higher and higher, and we have, like, crop failures showing up, and it all comes down to this fact that we are working more to earn less and we are spending more to get less out of our food and this equation means that our children are inheriting a world and a civilization and everything that's degrading and it's designed to degrade and economies are just games we're playing we just decide upon this game we decide that this is value it is not written in stone it's not like a natural law that a dollar is worth a dollar these things are just in our heads. They are figments of our imagination. And then we're just agreeing upon them. So we can just change these games. What we need to do is we need to open up the seed economy again. We need to start taking this into our daily lives. And what that means simply is we save seed. We buy seed with our money instead of buying food as much. And then we start saving that seed as we grow food with it. And then we share that seed, trade with that seed, and expand our seed libraries, which is a real savings. The genetic material in heirloom seeds is all of our heritage. And all of our families work really hard year in, year out on that food and developing it. And the idea that and someone can come along and genetically modify or contaminate it and pollute it and make this pesticide supposedly food it's registered as a pesticide in the US patent office it's a pesticide gmos are not food so we have this we have this worship of the fake we are disconnected from reality or disconnected from history and it all starts with bringing back the seed economy because the seed economy reveals the truth the seed economy is real. The seed economy operates upon the laws of nature. It's actually what gave us the idea of infinite growth and the idea of prosperity and that we all can rise. All these ty- types of things start with a natural economy, not the economy of scarcity. The economy of scarcity is the idea that certain people can rule over the others. The idea of abundance is that everyone has enough and is egalitarian and there's peace and prosperity. So. The way we do that is we save seed, we share seed, we start growing food everywhere. And if that's not allowed, we make it allowed. Ron Finley is a perfect example of this. He just started setting up curb gardens, curbside gardens in L.A. And they're illegal. They kept ripping them out until people started coming out with their children and standing in front of them and saying, get out of here, what are you doing? You're ripping up my children's garden. It wasn't until people saw that truth, laws can't fight truth. Truth is truth. You can't make seed saving illegal. You can't make seed sharing illegal. These are our natural rights. The birds are sharing seeds. They're, the animals are hoarding seeds. We are allowed to share seed. And the fact that our economy is so fragile that everything needs subsidies, everything needs laws to protect it, means that it's completely bogus, it doesn't work, and we need to cut it out. We are literally participating in the downfall of all humanity. And what we need to do is flip that, because we are designed to be the opposite. We're so destructive because we're applying things backwards. If we applied them the right way, we'd see endless abundance on the earth. Jeff Lawton talked about this in one of our podcasts. We actually don't know what the abundance could be. The abundance could be beyond our imagining, and it actually is beyond our imagining because no one around has actually seen what abundant life is. We've only seen what we've done to the planet for hundreds and thousands of years. The Los Plateau project, where they restored the Los plateau that's a 10,000-year-old problem that we created. So the idea that we can't fix things is ludicrous. It's a 10,000-year-old problem we fixed in six years and we cover the land the size of France. So we can do this, it's possible, and we just have to buckle down and be honest with each other. And we can't keep participating in this entertainment economy, this distraction economy, this economy of ever inflation, this economy of fluff instead of real things. We need to bring back the seed economy because that builds communities, it builds people, it builds savings. (laughs) So the growth we see in the money economy is the shrinking of the individual economy, the shrinking of the family economy. The growth of the dollar really is a representation of us losing more power. So if we have more power, we spend less. That's why rich people don't spend their money. That's why you know the whole idea that trickle down, it just doesn't work that way. They hire a couple people. They set things up so they run automatically hmm sound like permaculture yeah that's the thing is these people understand permaculture and that's the crazy thing about all this you talk to business people and they're like oh yeah that's pure economic sense but then we base our economy on fiction and then we make money up we inflate the economy base it on international banks instead of the actual economy of nature and that means we need to think about seeds and we also need to think about energy audits how much energy went into this It's like, oh, it's subsidized. Well, there's a problem right there. If they're paying for the gas for it to go there, they're paying for it to be processed, they're paying for the farmer to live because he's not making any money, then there's something really, really wrong. And, I mean, we we see it all the time. I mean, we have the dead zone at the bottom of the Mississippi River. We have all the soil, topsoil lossage from all those Midwestern states. The costs are mounting. And it's not actually using our dollars. It's not using our dollars. It is saving seed. Yeah, I mean, initially you got to use money. Initially you have to use water in a system too. But once you have the ability to start trapping that water and create the flywheel of life, once you start saving those seeds, buy those seeds and start the flywheel of life, you're going to have more seeds than you know what to do with. And your wealth is going to be beyond measure. You will have more food than you need and you will suddenly be able to share and be generous and do all the things that people want to do. People want to be giving. People want to be generous. People want to be kind. People want to make sure that their neighbors are are doing okay. People want societies without homeless, without hunger. We don't want those things. No one wants those things. People in power say those things are just part of life. But the reality is, is that food can grow everywhere. And there's empty homes all over the nation. More empty homes than homeless. And those empty homes are owned by banks. Just like all the property. Like if I miss an old mortgage payment several times in a row, but I've paid twenty or maybe a hundred thousand dollars on it. They can take all that equity, and nothing. They don't have to pay me in response. They get to take it all. And not only the house, they get to take the land, the well I just put in. All those things. So what we're dealing with here is a system that's designed so that people my age in their 30s with families can never outright own land or buy land. The seed economy is the only way to ethically fix the problems we've created. It is the only egalitarian way to address all our issues in a holistic manner that honors people and local communities and guarantees a safe future for our children it starts with the seed economy and we can all save seed every age can save seed and everyone can appreciate it. They, people recognize what seeds can do especially when they participate in gardening so I encourage you all to start saving seed start sharing seed do whatever you can to spread the idea that seeds are the true economy alright have a good night Thank yeah. you.